0: Section 39 of Journal of the Rev. Francis Asbury, Volume 3. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Brian Keenan. Sabbath 16. I rode about a mile and gave a sermon. My breast is sore and my heart is in paint for Petersburg. Monday I visited my ancient friends Wood Tucker and wife. We came to John Bradley's on Tuesday night and preached on Hebrews 2, one through four. Wednesday a muddy ride brought us to town. Our conference began on Thursday. The affair of James Boyd and Henry Hardy detained us two days from other business. We shall not station more than seventy-five preachers this year, a less number than last. A charge had been brought against me for ordaining a slave, but there was no further pursuit of the case when it was discovered that I was ready with my certificates to prove his freedom. The subject of contention was nearly white, and his respectable father would neither own nor manumit him. I shall mention no names. Old Virginia, because of the great emigrations westward, and deaths, decreases in the number she gives to the Methodists, but new Virginia gains. Dr. Jennings was at conference and preached often for us, and was much followed. We had little or no trouble about the stations and conference rose on Thursday. I started away and came in great haste to Willis's chapel. The heat was oppressive, and man and beast gladly stopped at the widow scullies. Little sleep last night Let me suffer and let me labor. Time is short, and souls are daily lost Sabbath, march one It blew a cutting wind at Northeast, as we made our way towards Roper's Chapel. 30 miles distant. I preached some awful truths. Monday I passed a night of great suffering. We came off this morning to James City, and preached in the chapel to many people. We had an evening meeting. Lodged at John Taylor's. Tuesday we came to Williamsburg, where I preached with a full mind, but failing voice. Wednesday we rode near 40 miles to breakfast with an English family, the Whitfields and went forward to lodge with George Hope, a shipbuilder from Whitehaven. Thursday 5. I preached in the new brick house, Hampton. Ordained Robert Gillam and Brother Evans, local deacons. I suffer from a deep cold. On Friday I had an opportunity of giving the two families of Lucas and Stubblefield a solemn warning and charge. We crossed the river at Yorktown, now like many other towns declining in numbers, and in wickedness, because of the decrease of trade and strong drink. SATURDAY 7. At Philip Tabbs, Esquire, a great farmer, and a kind and hospitable gentleman. SABBATH 8. It rained, and we had two hours in the cold house to utter our testimony. I came home with Deacon Bellamy, a witness of the sanctifying power of grace we rejoiced in God. He handed me Michaelis, which I read. Monday came on to Shackelford's chapel, where I found a few auditors from Gloucester. Tuesday 10. To Pace's chapel. I go forward in rain, and in temptation and affliction, and great grief for souls. I find that Michaelis, contrary to Bengelius and Wesley, has left it doubtful concerning the three that bear witness in heaven the doctrine is not the less true. Wednesday 11. At Cole's Chapel I preached on Luke 13, 23-25. I dined with Father Mann, where, I presume, I preached thirty-three years past. This family cleaves to us, but the Baptists have the rule in Queen Anne and Essex. We must not be envious. We have it, and are getting it, and will continue to get it, if we are faithful. Still more abundantly throughout the whole continent. I was happy in spending a night under the roof of a simple-hearted poor man, Billy Carr. He travelled four years, and is now a useful local preacher. Thursday twelve. I preached at Hobbs Hole. It was damp and I was cold, but I felt help from God. This labor will go for the Baptists. Mother Cox, a Baptist, had appointed a meeting for me, and I gave them a sermon. We sow here, but others reap. On my way to Port Royal on Friday, I expounded a text of scripture to the family of John Rusey. Saturday evening brought us into poor Fredericksburg. Sabbath 15. I preached for them. The Methodists have done great good here. Since they began to preach, the Baptists and Presbyterians have built meeting houses. Mr. Strebeck has the Episcopal Church. We were off on Monday, through mud and mist, to Samuel's Tavern, twenty miles. Here we fed and prayed with the family. At Griggs I gave a night lecture. I preached at Mrs. Who's to a full house on Tuesday morning, and went forward to Major Newell's, making a ride of forty-six miles. I called on Wednesday on my friend Mr. Carter, who has now six children in society. Surely the time to favor this family is come. We labored along to Leesburg, stemming the cold and boisterous northwest. Friday and Saturday were spent in happy, loving conference. My task it was to ordain sixteen deacons. I preached, so also did Brother M. Kendry. Wednesday, 18. Ordination Day for Elders. I had declined, not wishing to preach the sermon. But I officiated, and N. Snethen preached. We have had a solemn, loving, peaceful conference. Our labors ended on Friday morning, and we separated. Arrived at the ferry, it blew a hurricane. I lifted up my heart in prayer to God. There was in a few minutes a great calm, which all those with me witnessed but I will not say it was in answer to prayer. We lodged with Howard upon Carroll's Manor. Maryland, Saturday, 21. We called and dined with our respectable brother Ignatius Davis. Ah, he is rich in property and a young wife. It blew up very cold as we came into Fredericktown. Sabbath, 29. Easter Sunday. I was three hours reading, praying, preaching, and meeting the Society, white and colored. It was a day of God and of His power. My congregation chiefly from the country. A cold ride brought us to Liberty. Monday morning I preached for them and went on to Ephraim Howard's. Tuesday 31. We moved forward, calling on brothers Jones and A. Warfield lodged under the roof of Nancy Willis. There are many late converts around her. Frank Hollingsworth and his wife, Henry Willis, and a young lady with $50,000. Can she get and keep religion? I doubt. Wednesday, April 1. I preached at Joshua Tipton's. This is an ancient friend whom I had not visited for eight years. Boehm preached in German. Thursday dined near Union Chapel at Mr. Matthews's and went forward to Meredith's. Friday, a cold, disagreeable ride brought us across the country to Samuel Benkley's. Here I received the first intelligence of the death of my dear old friend Martin Boehm. Pennsylvania, Sabbath 5 I preached at Boehm's Chapel the funeral sermon of Martin Boehm, and gave my audience some very interesting particulars of his life. Monday, busy writing. Tuesday at Jacob Boehm's. I preached here. Wednesday, 8. We called on Zeltenwright. Kinder people need not be. We fed and prayed with them. I went forward and preached at Churchtown, and housed with Owen Brunner. I suffer much in my feet amongst the Germans, and I greatly dislike stoves. WE HAD A BLESSED MEETING ON THURSDAY EVENING. FRIDAY TEN. ROAD TO COVENTRY. WE HAD A FULL HOUSE. AH, WHERE ARE MY SISTERS RICHARDS, VAN Leer, POTTS, RUDDER, PATRICK, NORTH? AT REST IN JESUS. AND I AM LEFT TO PAIN AND TOIL. COURAGE MY SOUL. WE SHALL OVERTAKE THEM WHEN OUR TASK IS DONE. I VISITED MR. MAY. If they wanted the plan for their meeting house, here it is—forty by fifty feet. I rejoiced in finding three of Sister Rudder's children in the way. Sabbath 12. I preached at old Israel Anderson's. Our friend has been in fellowship with us thirty-two years, and has been honored by missions from his country and district to the legislature and to Congress. His family of children are pleasing. Twice only have I ever visited this neighborhood. Monday, snow and cold. Tuesday, 14. I preached at Radnor. We dined at B. Geiger's and slept under the roof of Isaac James. The peace and consolations of God abound towards me. Wednesday, 15. Came to the city of Philadelphia. We opened our conference in great peace on Saturday. Sabbath 19. Preached in St. George's in the morning, and at St. Thomas's in the evening. It is a time of peace. We had a solemn time at the ordination of deacons on Wednesday. I preached at Union Chapel on Friday. Sabbath 26. I gave them a sermon at Ebenezer in the forenoon, met the Society at Union, and ordained, as deacons, Joseph Ingalls and John George venerable, and pious men. On Thursday, all the honors of officiating at the ordinations fell upon me, Bishop M. Kendry being sick. I closed the conference on Monday morning. Sister Lusby's lamp is nearly extinct. I visited and prayed with her. We came away and rode in the afternoon sixteen miles to Father Rodman's. We lodged with Mr. Snyder at New Brunswick on Tuesday night. Wednesday, a cold ride brought us to New York. New York, Friday, May 1. Our general conference began. During the session, I saw nothing like unkindness but once, and there were many and weighty affairs discussed. I hope very few rules will be made. We may disquiet ourselves in vain. Sabbath 10. At the African church in the morning. I preached also at the Hudson Chapel. It was an awful time. A subject before the conference was the question, if local deacons, after four years of probation, should be elected to the eldership by two-thirds of the conference, having no slaves, and having them to manumit them where the laws allowed it. It passed by a majority. On Saturday, a motion was made to strengthen the episcopacy by adding another bishop. Sabbath 17. I preached at Brooklyn in our elegant house. After a serious struggle of two days in general conference to change the mode of appointing presiding elders, it remains as it was. Means had been used to keep back every presiding elder who was known to be favorable to appointments by the bishops, and long and earnest speeches have been made to influence the minds of the members. Lee, Shin, and Snethen were of a side and these are great men. Many matters of small moment passed under review, and were regulated. Mr. Shaw of London called to see me, and I had seventeen of the preachers to dine with me. There was vinegar, mustard, and a still greater portion of oil. But the disappointed parties sat down in peace, and we enjoyed our sober meal. We should thank God that we are not at war with each other, as are the Episcopalians, with the pen and the press as their weapons of warfare. Sabbath 17 At the two-mile stone, my subject was first Peter 4, 6-9. through 9. I preached also at Greenwich, and at John Street Chapel. On Monday I took an emetic, but I found I could not be sick in quiet. So unceasingly was I pursued by visitors and letters. So I made my escape to George Suckley's and took to my bed. On Tuesday I breakfasted with Colonel Few. Some good widows collected above $200 for the poor preachers in New England states. Sister Sini I must make honorable mention of as being very active in this labor of love. We made a peaceable ride of 24 miles to Mother Sherwood's. I have been kept from sinning, in much patience and affliction. Wednesday twenty came to Eben Smith's, the host kind and attentive, the mother holy and devout. I cannot pass my old friends without a call. I called on Joseph Crawford and took to my bed. I suffer. In the evening I preached at White Plains Chapel in much affliction of body. We lodged at Brother Fowler's. Thursday, 21. Road to Croton. Here I saw once more the elder of ninety, much in the enjoyment of God and of himself. Friday 22. We halted on our way at Peekskill. I prayed in Burrell's small house. Saturday 23. I saw our little conventicle in Rhinebeck. We stopped at Mr. Williams's. I am blessed with patience. I PREACHED ON WEDNESDAY AND ADMINISTERED THE LORD'S SUPPER. I AM IN WEAKNESS AND FEAR, AND MUCH TREMBLING. MONDAY JUNE 1 WE HALTED A WHILE AT ESOPUS, DINED AT THE WIDOW Scott's. WE HAVE HAD A HOME HERE MANY YEARS. THE LORD HEARD PRAYER FOR THE FATHER, WHO DIED IN PEACE. WE LODGED AT JOHN CRAWFORD'S. I SUFFER FROM HIGH FEVERS. ON TUESDAY WE rode THROUGH THE HEAT thirty-four miles, to Cayman's Landing, and preached at six o'clock. The blister at the back of my ears broke on the way. Oh, for patience and faith! A cold ride brought us to Albany. The Dutch Synod and the Methodist Conference are about to sit here. From the 4th to the 10th we have been occupied in close conference. Sabbath 7. I preached in an old house and we had a gracious season. I gave a solemn exhortation on the spot designated for our new church. The situation is very eligible. Wednesday, conference ended its labors. Thursday we rose at five o'clock and crossed the river. After a ride of five hours in the rain, we were willing to stop at Mr. Darling's. Friday 12. Came through Shakerstown. If these are children of light, they are wiser in their generation than the children of this world. We took a hasty dinner with Gamaliel Whitney, and came away in the rain to Holly's. Saturday we dined on our route at Merrill's, and came in to lodge with Squire Pitkin. Connecticut, Sabbath 14. I preached at Gassenbury, and met the Society. Monday at Hebron, We visited three families, and were kindly received by Dr. Huntington, with whom we lodged in Wyndham. Tuesday we dined in Abingdon, and lectured to a few people in the evening at John Nichols's. Wednesday, a ride of thirty miles brought us to Father Ball's, where we lodged. All is not right here. Thursday we dined at Stone's Tavern in Farmington. They had nearly been as wild as Indians when we prayed. I HAVE FELT SICK ENOUGH TO BE IN BED. WE CAME TO LYNN. I COME THROUGH GREAT TRIBULATION. MASSACHUSETTS, SATURDAY 20. OUR CONFERENCE BEGAN AND PROGRESSED IN MUCH PEACE AND ORDER. THURSDAY I GAVE PREACHERS AND PEOPLE A SERMON. SABBATH 21. I PREACHED. THE CHAPEL, SAVING THE PEWS AND THE STEEPLE, IS BEAUTIFUL we had an ordination. The proclamation of the President of the United States is out, to inform us that there is war between our people and the English people. My trust is in the living God. Thursday we came rapidly through a storm of rain to Father Bogles in Needham. We were well steeped. Friday we took the Worcester Road to Brookfield. Saturday we came off at four o'clock, and rode 17 miles to breakfast at Belcherstown, and continued onward 15 miles beyond Warners. Sabbath 28. We made a ride of 25 miles to Pittsfield. Brother M. Kendry preached at 2 o'clock, and I ascended the pulpit at 6 o'clock in the evening. Monday we called on our way at Father Spicer's. We have spent, on this journey, $23. There is a serious division in Pittsfield. About thirty members have withdrawn. They have built a neat house in Lynn, but I am afraid of a steeple. And if they put this foolish addition, it must not be by Methodist order, or with Methodist money. They may pay for their own pride and folly. We've had great peace and order in the New England Conference, but we are poor. New York, July 1. We came away to Lansingburg. We must stand still, and see the salvation of God in these times of trouble. Sabbath 5. At Troy I preached and gave an exhortation to the Society. At Lansingburg I preached in the evening, but did not feel myself at liberty as in Troy. On Tuesday we came through the heat to Belden's, twenty-two miles. Here we had grand entertainment. Wednesday we concluded it best to keep on our way and miss the camp meeting. We prayed with the family with whom we dined on our route. Came to Little Falls, and were well received and accommodated at Morales. It rained, but we continued on to Reuben Mathers. The people gaze and laugh at us as we pass. Surely we are meant to be wondered at and hated by all but the pious. Sabbath 12 We hold our conference in Lyons. Brother M. Kendry preached in the morning, and I gave a discourse in the evening at Westmoreland. We went forward to David Coe's, where I preached at night. My host had entertained me at Middlefield, Connecticut, twenty-two years ago. My mind enters deeply into God, His providence and grace. Consequential W. B. Lacey is married. And why not? He has left us. And why not? Between Albany and Lynn, and Boston, we have spent $30.56, a few cents more than the conference furnished for our expenses. On Saturday we rode over to our brother Hannah's, from Queens County, Ireland. Sabbath 12. I preached at Bethel Chapel, standing on the floor to speak. I was feeble, yet I met the Society, baptized a child, and addressed my brethren and sisters on the subject of singing as a part of the worship of God. The solemn fast to be observed on the first Friday in October was not forgotten to be mentioned. I called up the children of my host to read for me, and had a serious conversation with the two eldest, the only son and eldest daughter. The tears witnessed how deeply they felt. We came away to Holmes's on Monday morning, and thence to Forbisher's, Here we have a chapel. We called a meeting at night at Father Doolittle's. Tuesday, 14. A long ride through Manlius, and calling at Dodge's, brought us into the widow Hocox's neat house. We dined at Homerman's in Auburn on Wednesday, and lodged with Eddie, Scipio. On our way we were mocked by some men in a harvest field. This is their glory of wickedness. Ours is, that the offense of the cross hath not yet ceased. My revenge was prayer, that God might convert and save them for Christ's sake. Sabbath 19. I preached at Lionstown. I have been reading Faber. There appears to my mind to be more probability in his expositions of prophecy than in those of any other commentator, more especially as it relates to the Jews. We have had a blessed reign. Lord, pardon the sins of an ungrateful and unholy people. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were employed in a very pleasing conference, about thirty members being present. Our brethren of Canada were all absent. Elders and deacons were ordained. The increase of members, according to the returns, one thousand. Sabbath twenty-six. I preached upon the campground. I have been located in Daniel Dorsey's family eleven days. I want to be moving. Had not hostilities existed between us and our neighbors, I should have spent some of this time in visiting the frontiers on Niagara. Our funds allowed us to give forty-nine dollars for the support of each single preacher. One hundred and eighteen dollars for those married and their wives and children. On Monday the members of conference communed in the Lord's Supper, after which I read off their stations, and we parted in great peace. Through two showers of rain, after dinner, I made my way to Geneva. I lectured in a schoolhouse in the evening, from James 4, 8-10. through 10. I was directed to forcible and right words. Tuesday 28 The heat is excessive, yet we went forward accompanied by our local brethren. I ordained our brother Goodwin under the trees. We were willing to halt at the invitation of Mr. Thompson to dinner. I felt like Jonah in the sun. We were kindly received for the night by Judge Smith on the Seneca Lake. I die daily. I live in God from moment to moment. My text for Friday 30, the appointed fast day, was Isaiah 58, 1. I was weak, but truth was strong. I will leave Newtown this afternoon. There must be a great change here. We came away after meeting to Elijah Griswold's. My host is a brand plucked from the burning. Strong drink had scorched him forty years. He had a pious son who watched over and prayed for him. And he himself never closed his doors against the pious. The Lord heard prayer on his behalf, and has entirely delivered him from the love of whiskey. I hear of another wonderful emancipation from the slavery of drunkenness. End of section 39. Recording by Brian Keenan.